Welcome to Season 2, Episode 14 of Athletic Insights. We're joined today by Defensive Captain of the Bishop's Gators, Keegan Hughes. Keegan, Pretty how are you good, doing thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing awesome. We appreciate your time. Um, uh, obviously, you're, you're busy training. Keegan, uh, Keegan just finished a workout before he hopped on the podcast here, so he's, he's setting the example for the young listeners. Um, Keegan, why don't you just take a minute and, and introduce yourself to the, the young athletes listening and then just go over your, your youth sports experience. A yeah, bit. sure. Uh, no problem. Uh, thank you for the intro. Uh, my name is uh, Keegan Hughes. I'm from West Kelowna, British Columbia. And yeah, I'm in University of Bishops. It's been a great time. And uh, how I got here is uh, I started uh, playing sports when I, was, uh, when I could walk, basically. My uh, parents put me in soccer to start. And then uh, as I got older and uh, my friends started branching out on other sports, I started to as well. So uh, when I was old enough, I started playing uh, basketball, volleyball, and football, of course. And I just played as many sports as I could. And then uh, I uh, found the ones that I really enjoyed and I'd like to be competitive in. And I stuck with those ones and took those ones a little bit more seriously. While uh, I still played other sports for fun, like volleyball and hockey and all that but uh, as I got a little bit older I uh, I had to pick my uh, sports so I, I picked the ones that I had the most fun in and that I could take serious and learn a few things so it was uh, soccer basketball and football and then uh, eventually just went to competitive basketball and competitive football and what what about football specifically drove you into want, wanting to pursue that at the next level? It just came more natural to me than anything. It was I liked the combination of everything, that all the aspects of it, uh, the speed, the power, the strength, how there's as much strategy as there is physicality. And it mm. felt better for me. I felt like I could pursue it and really enjoyed it. For sure. What uh, what do you think having such a diverse athletic background did for you um, with respect to like developing different types of motor skills? So, as you said, you grew up playing a lot of different sports. And what I really like about what you mentioned is you continued to play the sports that you might not have been taking as seriously throughout high school to, to kind of keep your athletic ceiling up. And it's also like a really good way to um, work on injury prevention a sport like basketball with all the lateral movement is going to build like a really stable knee for football so um, you know what can you take from your youth sports experience that has allowed you to just really stand out at the next level of university football because um, since day one when you showed up at training camp you were not only a leader um, you were physically ready and you were mentally prepared and that doesn't just happen so um, if we could go into a little bit more detail yeah, sure. So uh, I found that all sports carry over one aspect or many aspects to another sport. And it helps a lot with if you focus on one main sport. Like, uh, I, for example, when I look at volleyball, volleyball taught me how to jump really high really quickly mm-hmm. and to set things up like with strategy. And the jumping ability carried over to basketball. And so I could jump quickly and high in basketball and that played an advantage for me. And my defensive stance, you learn it in basketball earlier and have to perfect it. And then that carried over to football, being able to move laterally in a good defensive stance helped me. And then 
in soccer was long distance running. So I could play a full game of football and still have some in the tank just from all the running I had to do in soccer. And like the main aspects of each sport, when you get good at them and understand them, you can carry them over. And there's all always different strategy with each sport too. You have to play uh, different positions. Each position has a uh, certain rules and each strategy for each sport is a little bit different. So you've got to think outside the box, which can help carry over to sports. And so that helped me prepare for next level football is because I had to think different ways and strategies and all the movements and uh, aspects of the other sports carried over. Mm-hmm. And one thing also that we haven't mentioned about having such a, a diverse background, Keegan, is it, it shows it, – it sh- I can see the way you lead that you also know how to follow. So I'm sure growing up there was teams that you were the leader on. And like, as you said, there were sports that you might've had to step back and and kind of not necessarily follow, but have a different role. So, you know, as you've gone through bishops as a, as a rookie, as a second year, and now a a captain moving forward. And uh, did you get invited to East West as well? I did. Yes. But uh, unfortunately I broke my foot. So I was unable to participate. Well, I'm sorry about that, but still congratulations. Um, but anyways, back to, back to the point, um, you know, on different teams and different circumstances, you're required to do different things. So right now as a leader for bishops, like what sort of things are you holding, um, yourself and the team to a high accountability? I just make sure that I keep an open communication with teammates and I make sure see what they're doing, seeing if they're putting in the work, seeing if they're struggling and if there's anyone I can help in any aspect, whether it be like giving them advice or how to do things properly, or if they just need somebody to talk to and they can't figure something out, it's because it's such a big team. Everyone has different issues. It can't be the same thing. There's some guys that work really hard, but don't know what to do. And then there's some guys that can't think of a way to work out properly. And then if they have someone else come in, maybe give them an idea, it might work for them. Absolutely. And that's, that's a really good definition of leadership. Everyone needs um, to be led differently. So I think that was really important for the, the next generation of athletes to hear. But Keek, I want to switch, uh, switch gears now and kind of go into your recruiting process. So mm-hmm. could you go a little bit more into depth about, um, so you grew up in BC, where exactly? Uh, West Kelowna. West Kelowna. And you were playing obviously high school football, and then you went into the, the junior league in, in Calgary or BC, or where were you playing for Okanagan? Okanagan Sun. Is that, that's British Columbia as well? Yeah, yes, sir. Okay, so do you want to talk to us about, first of all, the jump from high school to the Okanagan Sun, and then the jump from the Okanagan Sun to CIS or U Sports Football, what the jumps were like, and then just kind of bring us through your recruiting process. What were you doing to get noticed, and, and how did you navigate the decision-making process? Yeah, not a problem. So after high school, I didn't get any uh, scholarship offers or any notice any uh, universities or like that so one of the coaches for the local junior team said you should come try out for us and I actually got recruited as a running back and I played running back linebacker in high school and then I was going to all the practices I could I would always see the coaches after and say what do I need to work on what can I do this and the Okanagan Sun or junior overall is a very big an important learning step because it shortens the gap between high school and university because junior is 
either people who didn't work, it didn't work out for them in university or people wanting to go to the next level. So there is a lot more coaching to it to try to push you at that level. And more people trying to get next level, right? A lot of the mm-hmm. high school teams, you know, I'd say maybe 95% for, for my high school team had no aspirations to pursue next level. But when you're playing the junior football like you were, it's probably more like 80% of the guys trying to go next level. Is that fair? That is, that is fair, yes. Okay. That is. And so it's an excellent experience. And the coaches at that level also want to coach at the next level too. So they have to sharpen their coaching skills and all their experience to get more of it to help uh, athletes. Cause the more athletes you send to the next level, the better it looks on you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, so keep going. So, so the, the jump you, you found playing that in uh, the junior league, that, that it made the jump to university more manageable for you. It really, it really did. It did because was it the was, speed? Uh, the speed and the technique. The technique at university is much more executed at a higher caliber, I would say. So as a linebacker, where, where are you playing now? What side of the ball? Uh, playing linebacker. Are you Will or, or, or Sam, sorry? I am uh, I'm bandit, so I'm kind of weak outside, middle. Do you want to just take a moment to you know explain a little bit more because we've got some really keen young uh, athletes listening about your role in the in the system at Bishops? Yeah, sure. So I am um, I'm not the biggest guy. Uh, so strong I, though. Uh, thank you. I, I try, uh, but uh, I am quick and uh, speedy. So I am able to you know take on a block, make a tackle, but I'm also versatile that I can go cover a receiver or a running back when need be so anything short or kind of mid-range i can cover that zone or man so my position is a bit of a hybrid so it's it's more linebacker than a db whereas a, a sam or a strong side linebacker is more db than i would say linebacker because you need to be more quicker and cover more ground mm-hmm. but i'm sort of a hybrid in that sense and i didn't know that you actually played running back in high school that actually explains a lot to me about like how well you move um, and how well you read things out of the backfield. So um, what do you think growing up playing offense has allowed you to do at the next level? Cause you definitely sniff things out, you know, a beat faster than, um, than other people. Yeah. So playing both sides of the ball made me f- figure out how one side thinks so you can influence one side. Whereas uh, if I was running back, I would kind of pretend to go one way and then, I know where the open hole is, so I'd sneak in there. Whereas linebacker, I would know how to set people up for that, so I would know when it's being set up to me. I would be able to see what's going on in front of me and see where the open holes are, whether it's out wide or if it cuts back. So it it helped in that sense to know kind of what side would play what in what situation. For sure. So – why don't we go into your training philosophy? So for everyone listening at home, um, you know, I have firsthand experience in training with Keegan um, and he is an absolute workhorse. He is, he never shows that he's tired. He, he does first one in last one out extra workouts. And it's one of the reasons he's been on the field since day one as a, a university athlete. And when Keegan got to bishops, they were still in the RCQ. So 
he was fresh rookie in there playing games against Montreal and Laval. And that is no small feat. Um, and, and I kind of really believe that the best athletes are built in the weight room, um, especially the best athletes after high school, because that's when things start to get uh, a little bit more settled down and, and roles get a little bit more defined. So Keegan, when did, where did your, your motivation and your drive, where did it come from? So essentially what's your, why, what's your purpose as an athlete? And, uh, and then just to tell us a little bit about what you believe personally with respect to training as well. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thank you for that little bit. Uh, so my why is what I learned is it has to be something very important to you and has to be something bigger than you. And my why has always been my friends and family uh, because growing up, I've, I had coaches, you know, always tell me like, uh, you're not going to be fast enough to play the next level. You're not big enough. Uh, you don't, you don't understand. And preach for uh, my family always supported me no matter what they always just said you need to keep working at it and you'll get there they've been to my games they supported me they came to training they helped find training when I needed it so they have been a big and important part of my life and they are my why because I want to make them proud for as long as I can so that's 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 awesome thank you and uh, my training philosophy I would say is to, I like I don't like, but I do the stuff that people don't want to do. I do the things mm-hmm. I don't want to do, like showing up early, getting like a little bit extra warm up in before like the team warms up, just so I'm that much ready and focused. Uh, you know, going a little heavier than I than I want to. You know, taking less breaks just to keep going and finding my weaknesses and working on those as much as I can. And it sounds like you're trying to challenge your mind just as much as you're trying to challenge like your physiology, oh, and your body. For sure. And, and where did that come from? Because Keegan, you're a lot like me. So I understand that to you, that's a normal thought, but to a lot of the athletes on your team, and a lot of the athletes listening, that's not natural. So do you have any understanding of where that came from for you? Or has that just always been a part of who you are? I've, uh, I've just been told when I was at a young age that I may be tired, I may be sore, but I can still keep going. You know, I'm, I keep going until uh, I can't give any more. And trust me, once the pads come off, they're off, man. So um, I think that's the only way you can really approach elite athletics and especially like university football in Canada is you got to do the stuff that you don't want to do on the days you don't want to do it. So that on the days that you're, you know, you have the motivation that comes kind of in waves and, you know, peaks and valleys as, as your head coach mm-hmm. would say um, that you're ready physically. Cause there's a lot of guys who, you know, who will take that day off in this summer when they're not being held accountable by the other 80 guys. And that shows up on training camp. So I think this will be a really good segue into uh, one of our other topics, Keegan, about um, we want to we want to just explain to the young athletes of all sports, but specifically football with your background, what to expect during a university training camp, the grind and the experience. University training camp is. You think you're going to be prepared for it, but you're not. You can watch all the film. You could be as conditioned as you think you are. You can be as mentally focused. You are not football camp is there to push you to your limits and to see what you are made of every single moment from every every single single day, day, every single moment, doesn't matter what time it is. It could be lunchtime. You're watching film. You got to get ready for the next practice. You could have ran that morning. 
done a full two hour practice in pads, gone for lunch, you're watching film, you're getting ready, you're having meetings with coaches, you're asking them, you're talking to your other guys what what they did, how to do this better. It's it's a full day and then you don't get a break because you're, you're after practice, you're doing the same thing. You're seeing what you need to improve and how to get better. And then you wake up and you do it again bright and early. What are you, what have you noticed personally about, um, I mean, obviously there's nothing like your first training camp. It's you have butterflies, you're mm-hmm. excited, you're, you're young, so you can kind of bounce back. And then, you know, your second year, your third year. So as the game slows down and you can kind of, as a veteran, um, know where to use your energy and, and your, and your mental capacity as an athlete, what are the differences in training camps for you the last three years? I would always try to outperform and keep to myself during the training camps because I wanted the spot. I don't want anybody else to take it. I don't want to make friends with anybody. But now that I'm older, I'm realizing that healthy competition is what you need to push yourself further. Because I, I can push myself into the ground and keep going and keep running. But if I'm competing with that guy across from me and he's getting on me and I'm getting on him, I'm going to try that extra little bit more to get going. Like uh, Aiden Maloney, that guy. He knows how to push my buttons to make me want to beat him even more. <laughs> yes. Um, so for some of you listening at home, Aiden Maloney um, was actually a roommate of mine in my last year playing football. And uh, he might know how to push your buttons, but he really knew how to push my <laughs> buttons. He left about 500 juice boxes oh, man. all over the – and I don't you – know, well, that's a, different, a whole other podcast. But, yeah, but you know, the thing about Aiden is, though, he, he works harder than almost anyone. He's another guy like you, Keegan. Like, he's doing everything that he can do to get ready. And he's a guy that I have so much respect for now that I've aged because – he isn't getting necessarily, you know, the credit he deserves, but he's pushing that team forward, whether he knows it or not, whether it's the work he does on scout team or just being a leader in the weight room. We need more of that at Bishops and in, in university in Canada, because one of the things I've realized after COVID this economic reset and all these changes is that there's a, there's a really good opportunity for Canadian sports to grow here because everything's going online and the infrastructure is already set. So do you have any idea about the, the 2021 season for football? Have, have you guys been told anything yet? Uh, we have not been told anything. We've been told to just sit tight and wait. And I trust my coaches and I trust they're doing everything they can to, for me and my other teammates. So we just have to wait and see what rules come out and to make sure everyone uh, does their part in staying safe and keeping the distance and washing their hands and so on and so on. What do you think best case scenario looks like for uh, football programs in Canada? Uh, like I said, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, next thing I have for you, Keegan, here is, um, you know, as we were talking about the training camps and the growth, um, what advice would you give, you know, your 15, 16-year-old self now? Is uh, become educated. Learn, learn why you're doing it and for the purpose of what you're doing and how to do it better. So break down your basics, uh, whether it's running uh, in the gym or in football, and just really understand and master the basics so everything becomes easier later on. Like understanding your running mechanics, how everything works, and then what to do in the weight room to make it better, and then why you're doing it in the weight room to make it better. And then for sports, understanding strategy and the complete 
complete basics and then start when you're understanding those start stepping up a little bit understanding more complex strategies and schemes so they become easier as you get older and then when you get brought into the situation when you're using them you understand them completely you know them yep. absolutely absolutely no i just want to say that's that's a fantastic piece of advice so for the younger kids i'm going to reiterate that it what Keegan was saying is don't work aimlessly, have a goal and everything you do makes that goal one step closer every single day. So Keegan, I imagine your goal, I mean, I'm not going to put words into your mouth, but are you trying to pursue the CFL? Yes, that is correct. Okay. So for example, it's, it's 1130 on Wednesday as we're recording this podcast. And Keegan, what did your morning look like? What have you done already today? To make that dream a reality. I, I woke up, made breakfast. I watched a little bit of film. I went over my notes from film on what to improve and not just me, but like other positions and like the team. I stretched, I rolled out, I warmed up. I went for a run in the pouring rain and now I'm here. And, and this is, this is, guys, this is stuff Keegan is doing every single day. You, you cannot take three, four days off a week and try to get next level, especially as Keegan's trying to push into the professional level of sports. So that was a, that's a really good example of what you should be doing. Keegan, last thing I have for you is I just want, you know, what's your take-home message for young athletes? So what do you want the next generation of athletes to know, regardless of sport, about getting at next level and getting the most out of the opportunity and the most out of your education? What comes to mind is uh, something I learned uh, growing up from uh, my sprinting coach, Brant Freilich, is being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So what that entails is that you should never be comfortable at practice. You should never be comfortable during a workout. If you feel like you're okay, it means you can go a little bit harder. You can push a little bit more. You can do a little bit more practice. I'm huffing and puffing some practices. I'm almost puking at the end. I'm, I need breaks at practice because I'm working as hard as I can. In the weight room, I'm pushing weights until failure, whether I put on two and a half more pounds or five more pounds or 10, trying to get it, trying to squat that. I, I'm almost failing when I have a couple reps left. You need to be comfortable pushing your body to the absolute limit, and you need to do it as often as you can to understand how far you can push your body and understand that you can go and do a lot more than you think you can. Absolutely. And what, uh, I'm going to hold you accountable here. What, uh, what's your, what's your final goal with football? What do you want to get out of your last couple of years as a university athlete and moving, moving forward in life? I want to play this sport for as long as I can. And I've done everything I can for this sport. So when I leave this sport and when I leave this university, there'll still be people talking about me, People will know my name and that I was out in the community and I just made this program better and the community a little bit better. What are you most proud of so far about your time at Bishops? That's a great question. I would say... Take your time, no rush. I would say uh, my progress that I've made uh, at this university and understanding my role and understanding how to become a better leader. I think, uh, yeah. So Keegan, I want to thank you for your time. I think this was a really good podcast for the young athletes to kind of get a glimpse into the mindset of a, an elite athlete, but also an elite leader. 
Um, so this was season two, episode 14 of Athletic Insights. Keegan, I'd love to have you back again in the future. And I want to thank you for your uh, time. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, I'd like to be on in the future as well. Keep pushing, man. Keep setting the example for the next generation. Uh, thank you very much. And we're out.